Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And uh, today we have a kind of a special episode. Uh, we'll be talking to someone named Felicia. She's the host of the YouTube channel, A German Girl in America. And we'll be getting her um, introspection on the opposite of what we are doing. So she's German in America. We're Americans in Germany. Right. Her view on living in the States, being a foreigner. Yeah. So this should be pretty fun. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's do it. As always, the bottle of whiskey for today's episode is provided by MyGermany.com. This company from Weimar helps you to order German products from German companies and have them shipped to your home no matter where you live in the world. You can either send single products directly to your home and save 10% on the shipping rate, or ship several products and have them sent to you as one package. Please use the discount code Whiskey 2020, that's W-H-I-S-K-Y 2020. Alex, uh, we have a special episode today, so I think we'll we'll skip the usual um, how are we doing yeah. to, so we can get right into it. Um, but first, we will never skip the whiskey. No, we're not going to skip the whiskey. Today, we are going back up north, well, west north for us, to Canada Ooh. for lot number 40 rye whiskey. Oh, Lot 40 is crafted in small batches using rye grain in a single copper pot still and aged in virgin virgin oak barrels. Huh. This, uh, this bold whiskey has been perfected through generations of master distillers. This is Canadian dry whiskey in its simplest form. Mm. It's a very zero bullshit bottle. Even on the back it says, crafted in small batches, Lot 40 is a rye whiskey in its simplest form. Mm. I'm excited. It's, it's a really pretty oh, bottle. It is. Uh, like- and a color. Yeah, there's kind of like um, like blueprints etched into the glass, mm. and then over the blueprints, I th- I'm guessing of the distillery, is the label slapped on at like a 45-degree angle. It's a very cool bottle. Do you think it's a 40-degree angle because it's lot number 40? They That, whoa. Yeah. That might have happened. That would be, that would be really cool. If so, we should ask them. props to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so should we pop this bad Larry open? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I'm a ride guy. Yeah, we're a ride guys, though. Hmm. Too bad none of us is named Ryan. Well, we'll have your friend Ryan on the show. Yeah, we'll see. And cheers. cheers. Oh yeah, I'm a rye guy. Ooh, you know, always what? good. This does what last week's uh, whiskey didn't. Like you know, you were looking for like a bold, memorable flavor. Yeah, and that's what you have here. It is absolutely hundred percent. I'm a um, yeah. I'm excited to drink this while we uh, while we talk to Felicia, who will be joining us momentarily. And now to the interview. Let's do it. And today we have Felicia from the YouTube channel and a German girl in America. I almost said our podcast name because yes. it's like the exact opposite. <laughs> That's not it. Yeah, but yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, my my channel is uh, minus the whiskey, and thank you. I'm glad that I'm on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited because. Um, it's interesting to hear uh, a perspective that's the literal opposite of our perspective. Exactly. It's a German person in America without whiskey. So it's right. completely opposite. <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll just get started. And um, just simple question. Uh, where in Germany did you did you grow up? In Munich. So like the opposite because you guys are in Berlin, right? Yeah. Most yeah. Berlin people consider Munich not Germany anymore because like no. a lot of Germans consider Bavaria not part of Germany. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's where I'm from. And like I was born and raised there, also stayed for college and I didn't leave until I was 22. Now you're in Cincinnati, Ohio, correct? Yes, exactly. 
All right. And when, so you moved pretty recently then. Um, well, it was like three and a half week, uh, year, weeks ago, <laughs> years ago. I have, I have no feeling for time anymore. Um, three and a half years ago. So fall semester 2016 is when I first came to Cincinnati, but then I like went back to Munich in between. So in the beginning, it was like, I kind of like lived in Cincinnati for half a year and then back in Munich for half a year. I actually lived in Hamburg for three months too. And, uh, but I always ended up uh, coming back to Cincinnati. Okay. And so while you're growing up in Germany and living in Germany, what was like, would you say were the biggest influences from the States? So like music, culture, films, it's like what, yeah, what was there with you in Germany? Yeah. What were your thoughts about the USA before you ever had met an American or been to the USA? I mean, um, like US culture is everywhere. I feel like to a certain extent, at least like All the music on the radio was in English when I grew up. It's actually kind of changed in the past like 10 years, I would say. And there was like a, a, a time in the 90s or 80s, I don't want to say anything wrong, um, when German speaking music was also kind of popular. But when I grew up, it was really only English speaking, not only American music. There was also a lot of European artists that sure, made yeah. English speaking music. Makes sense. Um, But so the language was the first thing for sure. And like most English that I heard in pop culture, like in music and, and movies and stuff like that, was more American English than British English. Okay. Um, for me, at least. Um, so like that was definitely one thing. And then I definitely grew up watching American series, movies. I mean, they're all dubbed for us. So we don't always like as a kid I didn't always realize that this is from the US I just like knew that some movies sounded different than others because like obviously an original sound sounds different than a dubbed sound mm, but yeah. as a kid as a German kid you're so used to it so like I never really realized that until I was older um but the thing so like especially in my teens I think is when it first started that I had kind of like a, a picture of the US mainly through those kind of shows like Lizzie McGuire, um, <laughs> right. uh, what, what's the what's the Miley Cyrus one? Hannah Montana, uh -huh. um, High School Musical, <laughs> just like normal rom-coms too. Like Ben Stiller movies were pretty popular. Um, American Pie, those kind of things. <laughs> Love it all. Wow, yeah. classic. <laughs> Huge American Pie and Ben Stiller fan. So, <laughs> so yeah, all those things kind of shaped my picture, I guess. And a lot of it was definitely cliches. A lot about like college and high school, how like as a teen in the US, all your life takes place in high school, which isn't really the case in Germany. And also like how high schools look kind of di uh, different. And oh, they're yeah. also, yeah, like they're structured differently. Um, so that was the main thing. Prom was pretty, pretty prominent, I feel like in a lot of those movies and high school musical and a few of those other like Lizzie McGuire and a lot of those like high school shows and movies, you get this impression that all Americans are kind of like living in, in cliques and you yeah. only hang out with the people that have like the same interests as you. Right. I all think, the goths yeah. and all the like nerds and yeah. <laughs> the jocks. The athletes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, obviously sports is like a huge thing in yeah, all 100%. of those movies, I feel like. Yeah. As, so those and, are the main things. And like when, when you came, like, did you, were some of those, I guess, influences or stereotypes confirmed or did you find a different, like, did you move to the States and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to be a jock? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Well, I, for, I was in the States a few times before I actually came here for my exchange semester. 
And I never like ha actually had that moment where I was like, I'm going to move here now. It just kind of happened. Um, but so no, that didn't happen. But the first time I was in the US was 10 years ago. I was 16. And this was like a, a two week high school exchange. And I feel like during that, a lot of the stereotypes got confirmed, actually, because I, I ah. didn't um, go to high school fully. This was more like um, a group of people came over. So this was actually between Munich and Cincinnati because they're sister cities. And oh. um, we only went to high school for one day. The rest of the two weeks, we just like had other um, like programs that we did. Um, oh, but so. the day in high school definitely confirmed a lot of that. Okay, but 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 so you just literally just dipped in for one day and kind of just saw it from afar, and then that was it. Well, I lived with an American family for two weeks, and then like my American exchange student came to Munich for two weeks. This was when we were sixteen, um, but the the high school yeah it was just like one day, and it was definitely like exactly like in the movies. That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> and did that one? That's day, what it seemed to me. Did that one day? make you change your mind like oh god i never want to come back to the u.s ever again or were you still interested no i loved it <laughs> i loved all those things like i don't know growing up my school was never like the schools in all those movies and shows so i wanted that i mean i, I guess that's like a thing you always want what you can't have but yeah, i always exactly. thought that high school looked like so much more fun in the movies <laughs> and then it was exactly like that and i was like that's so cool well, <laughs> except for like the the patriotism i didn't really understand that i guess like the yeah. morning assembly or whatever it's called um oh and, and the, the flag on pledge the of allegiance and that kind of thing did you get the pledge of allegiance when you were there i mean i don't think i actually participated in it actively but i was there yeah and i thought that was uh, interesting <laughs> yeah i mean for sure uh com coming over here um that's definitely something that i noticed like i didn't realize how weird it, how weird it kind of is in the states um the like the bit of the flag worship and, and these kind of things and pledging allegiance. And then when yeah. I came to Germany, I was kind of like, where are the flags? And all my friends like, right. Oh, we don't, we don't do that here. Yeah. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, just take a second. I'm like, ah, okay. I get it. Um, I guess until the 2006, uh, world cup, then people kind of have a few flags. Right. But only for like the world cup or right. other sports events. I feel like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember during that world cup, like the international news was, freaking out like oh my god look at all these germans with all their flat like and it's like it's a it's a football game why wouldn't they yeah. be rooting for their team you know like why why can't they be proud to be german and everyone else can be proud to be where they're from it doesn't make any sense yeah i i don't know but that, that, that's definitely like a, a, a definitely huge cultural difference that i found yes absolutely and i still like i think um that germany should be a little more patriotic sometimes but i still haven't fully gotten used to the way it is in the states like i yeah. still sometimes feel like eh, this is a little weird <laughs> yeah i'm a fan of it because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of uh of like i don't know patriotism and you know being proud of your country for just because you're there or because you're born there or whatever like i'm proud to live in germany because i i chose the movie and i really love it but you know I, i'm, <laughs> I'm not sense, yeah. i'm not waving a flag and you know screaming things <laughs> Yeah. Right. And w when you were there, did you find it easy to make friends? Like, I I've met a lot of Germans, um, especially in Berlin, who say that every time they talk about Americans, they say like, ah, Americans are all right, but they the, the their friendliness is kind of fake and kind of a facade. Uh, but some also find it uh, really endearing because 
um, you know, Germans aren't as outgoing, so it isn't kind of nice to strike up random conversations. Like, how did you feel when you were first here for those first two weeks? Um, well, I think after that, I actually came back as a tourist a few times. And I think like all those, well, the actually when I was here for two weeks and I lived in the family, I really enjoyed it um, because I was 16 and I lived with a whole like, like they were strangers to me and I lived with them for two weeks and they were like three kids and two parents and dogs and neighbors oh, that wow. met me and stuff. The American so dream. it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. So it was great that they were all so overly friendly because mm. they made me feel super welcome and, and super appreciated, which I feel like Germans aren't as good at that no. <laughs> as Americans are. Um, yeah. But actually then like as a tourist, I sometimes felt like most Germans do. Like I sometimes felt like, eh, I don't really need this superficiality because we, we traveled around and I have some family in the States and some friends and we visited them. And then we would meet their friends and they would start doing all the small talk and chit chat with us. And I just felt like, well, I'm probably never going to see you again. So what's the <laughs> point? Yeah, um, but they, they want to be your best friend. I know. And like all those fake plans too, like, oh, you should totally like come visit us in our summer house next year. And you're just like. That's sure. not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like we met half an hour ago. but So that's a little tricky for a German to figure out how to respond to that because we're just so straightforward usually that we are not used to keeping up that facade. So especially mm. for me, I'm like, even for a German, I'm a very, very direct German. I sometimes don't even think about what I'm going to say before I say it. So like I sometimes just like, I guess, respond in kind of like a rude way or like they they know that i i don't really take them seriously yeah. in, in this moment which i definitely worked on that over time when i first <laughs> moved here a lot for longer and i actually tried to make friends because obviously like as a tourist you don't really try to make friends with americans um i loved it because it's it's really easy yeah it's, it's definitely easy yeah i mean that was, that was so helpful yeah a hundred percent um but i found that uh, a little bit difficult when i when i moved here um, oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, like my my first, uh, I think it was my second or third week here. Uh, my friend who I moved with had to go to work, so I was like, I'm gonna go out by myself, go to a few bars, try to make some friends. And I spent the whole night going to I think six, seven different bars, and I got home that night with not a single person talking. Like I talked to a single person the whole night. Damn. Yeah. And I know yeah. in the states, if I did that, you'd, you'd meet like. 20 people in that night yeah that was a problem right. you, you had like very american expectations of that night oh yeah 100%. When, yeah like like you, you were expecting people were gonna see a lone guy at the bar and they're yeah. gonna come up to you and be like oh hey join right. our group or oh yeah. like you're drinking exactly, the beer yeah. that i'm drinking we both like the same beer let's talk about that for two hours exactly yeah. but that not not in germany that's not a thing no well <laughs> that's the thing that i love about the u.s though that you like you can just join another person's friend group and it's so easy and they will include you and they're they're happy to include you they're so excited to meet new people especially from europe <laughs> that's yeah, actually something true. that made it a little more easy even yeah um and did you pick up on the i'm sure you saw it right away the kind of um the like how are you culture you know the how are you greeting i mean i when well I, I knew about it yeah so. when, when i first moved here i had the problem where I, I went to work and i it's for me it's so ingrained in me that I would walk in and then when I'd see my boss, you know, my German boss, I'd be like, how are mm -hmm. you? And he, he so didn't know what to do with it that he would just say, thank you to the, to the question. <laughs> like he, he was so confused, he would just say, thank you. 
And I'd just be like, okay, interesting answer, and walk away. Uh, but it wasn't until later that Germans were like, no, no, don't ask how are you unless you really want to go down that road and have that conversation. Right. Have a real conversation. I like in yeah. Germany, I like the um, the nah. When you see a group of yeah, friends, nah. you walk up, nah, and they just respond, yeah. nah. And I, I'm, or, you, I'm, or you say, alles gut instead. Alles That's like gut, almost yeah. a similar thing, yeah. But like, nah, I still don't even know what it means, but I say it. To be <laughs> honest, I, I don't understand that to this day. Like, people just started doing that at some point. Like, I feel like when I was little, people didn't do that. And suddenly everyone started doing that. And I still don't really know how to respond to it because yeah. you're like, nah. And, and then, like, there's this weird pause and you're like, so now what? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same thing on the opposite side of being like, how that guy responded to you, the German response. I was the same thing. Like, nah, I was like... Like, yeah, yeah, good, sure, yeah, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. Well, I usually tell Americans to just go with like alles gut or I guess na works too so that the other person doesn't try to answer with like a long story but just yeah. says like, yeah, alles gut. Um, but I actually, so, so I knew about it when I came to the US obviously and like I tried to adapt and it still took me a little bit to adapt though like i still sometimes felt weird when the cashier at the store asked me how are you as a greeting and then like didn't say a single word to me after that or <laughs> especially on campus one thing that um i had a lot when i was on like when i was a student is that i would see someone that i knew and we were going opposite directions and so we just like saw each other from the far and then we would pass each other and the person would be like hey feely how are you and I always naturally stopped walking because that's what we do in Germany, I feel like. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> like, she that's she wants just to talk inside to me. of me. Yeah, like I would just stop walking. And, and in Germany, we wouldn't even have like a long conversations, but we would just like be like, hey, how's your day? What class are you headed to? And every single person in the US kept walking. And that just threw me off a lot. I was like, <laughs> Wait, what? You just greeted me. Why do you keep walking? That's so weird. How are you? I don't care, actually. <laughs> I can actually, yeah. I can see you with this like puzzled look on your face as the person just keeps going and you're like, okay, that was, All right. that I was felt, interesting. I felt so dumb every single time. <laughs> so I would just stand there and be like, oh, okay, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm wondering, um, kind of going along with that, uh, another big kind of difference, I think, between the USA and, and German culture is in the US, it's, it's kind of like a very... Uh, pr uh, privacy is king, leave me alone kind of a culture. Whereas in Germany, I found that even though Germans don't like small talk, they have no problem going up to a complete stranger and telling them, I don't like what you're doing. I don't, don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, and in, I think in the US, it's the exact kind of opposite. You know, it's, it's unapologetic sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like I've had so many old women just come up, grandmothers come up and tell me, don't do this, don't stand there, don't, and, and you're like, wait, you're talking to me? What? You know? <laughs> um, but but do, you, do you prefer more the direct routes or do you kind of like uh, the keep to yourself? Um, regarding the thing when you're out in public, I kind of prefer the American way. I yeah, want to be left too. alone. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I'm with people though, I can be really direct. And like, I, that's actually something that, is not even a German thing, that's just a me thing. Um, I'm like known for that in my friends group back in Germany, that if somebody with like at a party or like within my friends group treats someone else poorly, I will literally walk up to them and tell them, hey, that wasn't cool of you, you can't do that. Uh, like, I don't, if you don't apologize, I don't know what to think of you anymore. Mm. So no, I I'm that. very yeah. direct when I'm in private, but out in public, I wanna be left alone. Yeah, I, yeah. 
And the USA, <laughs> the United States is the perfect place to be left alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially right now because everyone's quarantined, so literally left alone. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it depends that, on where, where you're living. Like, true. Some people don't care about the quarantine. Uh, yeah, it depends. Yeah, that's true. Actually, speaking of that, um, how is it going through this whole COVID-19 pandemic in the U.S.? Like, do you, do you wish that you were going through it in Germany instead or... Uh, not really. Um, I'm in Ohio, which was one, or is still one of the states that reacted the quickest mm. and the oh, most extreme and like the best, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, everyone has different opinions. But um, so for me, it was almost the exact same as in Germany. Like we had the lockdown when I think there were only three deaths in all Ohio. Oh, wow. Great. And I think this was only a few days after Bavaria had the lockdown, even though the virus came to the U.S. way later. So um, I feel like I went through the exact same situation, except that there is a lot more space in the U.S. And um, like in Germany, especially for people who usually take public transportation and stuff like yeah. that, um, I feel like it was a lot more difficult to adapt. Whereas in the U.S., everyone's always by themselves anyway. Like everyone has their own car anyway. There's so much space. True. At least here in the Midwest, there is. Um, so honestly, I was actually more glad for just for myself, not regarding politics. That's a whole different topic. But for myself, for my own personal life, I think I actually preferred being here. All right. That's good. A th yeah. th thumbs up to Ohio for sure. No, that's great. That wasn't the answer I was expecting. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good to, it's good to hear. Yeah. No, we're, we're not trying to get political or anything. Just to. No, I, I was just curious. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You can be curious, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that. Um, I just want to ask you as well, because when I moved here, I was really, I fell in love with the public transportation and the, the ability to not use a car, even though I sometimes mm -hmm. still miss driving a car. Um, so you don't have one at all? No, I, I don't have a license here. It's too expensive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we just cycle everywhere, but do you ever just miss right. that? Like, because I'm guessing I you have a car and you're, just, you're kind of like attached to it, right? To have to go anywhere. Yes. Yeah, no, totally. Like, I actually live in a neighborhood in Cincinnati where it's technically possible to walk to certain places. And I didn't have a car until, like, nine months ago or, when, like, last September. Oh, so you went two years um, on a car then? Yes. Oh, wow. Did you do the bus? Um, or? Which, yeah, the bus, but also, like, I was a student, so I lived super close to campus. And, oh, I mean, man. I feel like universities are one of the only places where you can kind of get around without having a car. There's like shuttles and there is night rides by the university um, that are all free. And I mean, of course, Ubering a lot. And I always had friends who would drive me around. So it was always the question of like, who is going to pick me up and bring me back home? I was always the little kid. Oh, so <laughs> you were always the one sending the text. Hey, can you come pick me up at the, at the <laughs> yeah. store? Take me up. <laughs> yes. But now I'm very attached to my car, obviously. Yeah. But in, in Munich, um, I did have a car actually. But I hardly ever used it in Munich. It's just just like in Berlin, I guess it's like way too expensive. You yep. always have to worry about parking. It's usually not quicker to take your car over taking your bike or public transportation. Right. Um, so I would only like take it for certain um, reasons. But usually I took public transportation and my bike everywhere. And like I really miss cycling. Yeah. yeah. And it, the U-Bahn in Munich is also... It's almost like half price of what it is in Berlin. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? I lived there back in the day for maybe six or seven months. And yeah, the, everything was about half price. In Munich? In Munich. Yeah, I know. Because it's, it's supposed to be expensive, right? But, but we're, uh, we're poorer here. I know. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I would argue that that probably has changed because I know they, they uh, raise the prices every year. 
Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah, true. Okay, it's been a while. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure, but I would assume because everyone complains about how expensive it is in Munich. Yeah, that, that, I mean, I've only been there for 13 hours. Really? That's it? Okay. Yeah, I, I flew over in the morning for Oktoberfest and then flew back. Oh wow! In the evening, yeah. Oh, okay. So I actually I've never been to like really been to Munich. I've been around Munich as well on a road trip, and I've actually through it. So oh, oh I've been there plenty of you times. You flew. Yeah. Sorry, you went to Oktoberfest and then flew back at night. Yeah, so it was a drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it was my my girlfriend woke me up at uh, six in the morning wearing a dirndl, which if people don't know is the traditional uh, Bavarian dress, and. Um, I was like, what are you doing? And she goes, we're going to Oktoberfest. And I was like, in Munich? She's like, yeah. Said, right now? She goes, yeah, get dressed. I was like, oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, we, yeah, we flew over, um, found a tiny spot on a bench that we s- sat out the whole day. Yeah. Uh, did our thing and then flew out at around like 11 at night. I don't know how you did that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, we went to the airport really early because I was like pretty smashed and just slept in the airport for like three hours and then flew out. <laughs> God. Jesus. Wow. That's an interesting experience. I'm from Munich, so like I went to Oktoberfest almost every single year of my life, but I've never heard a story like that. <laughs> That's intense. It was, it was it was a good time. And honestly, the flight back was uh, pretty forgettable because for for a few reasons. Because you were throwing up in the bathroom, or what? <laughs> I was half sleeping. You know, I had a I had a few moss in me. It right. Was, it was a long day. Yeah. But it was a good time. Wow. And speaking of Oktoberfest, what's your favorite tent when you go? Ooh, Ooh Haka. Um, mm-hmm. that's, it's kind of like a younger tent, but like I think it's still from back in the day when I was like 15, 16. That's where all the people from my school would go to. But I still love the Haka uh, beer, especially the Oktoberfest beer. And I love um, the decorations inside. The beer, uh, the tent is just very beautiful. Yeah, it's a really um, nice tent. <laughs> yeah, but boring. also I, I like the Spaten tents, even though I don't really like Spaten beer. So... The only one that I don't really like is like the, the touristy tents, like Löwenbräu. That's example. when I was at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went to every single tent and that was the only one that actually let us in. It was raining all day too. Ooh, so uh, they were yeah, all super timing. full. And a woman's like, if, yeah. you can, if you can find a spot, come on in. Yeah. We think, found a spot. The thing with October is you never know. It's like, it could be beautiful weather or absolute shitty weather. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of like beer, we actually, our last episode was about beer and now we're talking about, I just thought about it. Um, we, we talked about the difference of like the American beer culture, the craft beer culture, all these things. And German beer is like, as a Ryan Heitzke boat, it's very similar. You know, a lot of pills, a lot of hell, hellis, whatever. Um, yeah. How, yeah how, do, how do you find the American beer? Yeah, I'm totally a lager person and not an IPA and craft beer person. So I know there is a lot, especially like even in Cincinnati, which is just one of many, many places. There are so many breweries here and I know they have so many selections or such big selections, but I am not a big fan. Ah, I like my my lager. (laughs) What's your go to? I mean, mean, when when you are drinking a beer. In the U.S., like um, when I'm like with friends or something and we're just trying to not spend a whole lot of money, I usually just go for Budweiser, which a lot of Americans hate me for because they think it's really bad. I I hate Budweiser. I said the same thing uh, on our last episode. I said, um, when I go to the States, I don't want an IPA sometimes. I'm trying to find like just a decent lager 
And Budweiser is my go-to as well. See, mm. she gets it. Yeah, and that's the th uh, the case for most Germans and Austrians that I know. We just all like drink Budweiser for just a, a normal, Weird. cheap go-to lager. But we also, I like, I like Corona a lot. Um, I like Miller High Life. I mean, basically Ooh, all those breweries. <laughs> <laughs> all those, all those breweries. If they have like one lager. Um, in the at the brewery, then I'll just drink that, and it's usually good too. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Now, cons yeah. considering you actually don't have much of an accent, when you meet uh, a random American, do they even know that you're a foreigner? Did like, do they bring it up? Do they know you're German? I mean, it kind of depends. First of all, who I'm with, uh, and. See that wasn't a, that wasn't an English sentence. It depends on who I'm with, <laughs> and it also um, depends on the form of the day. I have good and bad English days and good and bad German days, um, and it also kind of depends on how drunk and loud it is, how drunk everyone is, and how loud it is, and what we talk about. So if it's just like if if it's like a bar and everyone's a little tipsy already and it's just small talk, then people usually don't notice. Yeah, right. Because it's loud, it's like, so they can't tell the difference. Uh Exactly, yeah. But if it's like a longer conversation and it's quiet and we're all sober, then people usually do notice. Yeah. When, when you put but your they don't always... at the end. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> um, but they they usually don't know right away that it's a German accent. Yeah, definitely they usually not. Usually, just ask. Yeah. I can't tell it's a German accent. No, me neither. Yeah. yeah. But when they find out, like, what's their reaction? Are they interested, or are they like, "Why are you here"? <laughs> No, like Germany is very popular here. Yeah, um, right? yeah. A lot of people just go, oh my God, that's so cool. You're from Germany. And especially in Cincinnati, um, more than half of all people have German heritage or a lot of people even have a German last name. Nice. So everyone's like, oh my God, I'm German too. Like, this is my last name. What does it mean? And yeah, a lot of people are very excited. Do you, do you ever, um, do you ever like correct anybody? Because it's so, like my family comes from Italian background. And when I moved here, mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I'm Italian. And everyone's like, you're not Italian. You're American. And yes. that was like a big like, wow, you're right <laughs> moment for me. So like when people are like, oh, I'm German too. My great, great, great grandmother fourth removed is German. Do you ever, are you ever kind of like, nah, you're American. I get that a lot actually. Yeah. And in the beginning, I kind of, I kind of said that because it confused me so much because we don't think like that in Germany. Like right. if, if you were born in a different country, then yes, you are that. Or like, even if your parents were born in like Turkey or whatever, then like, yes, we consider you Turkish. But if you're like fifth generation in the right. country, we don't really consider you that anymore. Yeah. It doesn't count anymore. Um, and so in the beginning, I kind of corrected people in that because I thought it sounded very confusing. And I was like, we're not the same. Like I was born and raised in Germany and you have like a German last name and your <laughs> great, great, great grandpa came from somewhere and you don't even know where. Um, but now, like, I, I kind of get the idea now. Like, I've, got, yeah. I've gotten used to how Americans think, so I don't correct them anymore. But I still sometimes get the the whole "oh, I'm German too" thing, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm from Germany is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah true. It's it's a, it's a weird paradox because a lot of Americans are proud of being American, but then also yeah. proud of their European heritage. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. Yeah, they, um, they feel like they have to connect themselves to somewhere else i mean i did it for sure i know but it's weird because we're like so patriotic yet in a way not because you yeah you go up to some guy in like boston and he's like oh yeah i'm irish you yeah. know have you ever been to ireland no you know no, it's 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 yeah it's i don't but they but they like everyone's so like yeah so full of pride when they say it though so yeah, yeah. yeah. but i mean it's not hurting anybody so uh but yeah but it's a little weird when they're like i'm just like you like, yeah no. yeah true if they're just like you yeah. then that's a little 
That's and, and you're like, no, like, did, did you did you move here from a different country, speaking a different language? It's no. not quite the same. <laughs> Do you speak German? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on then. <laughs> yeah. Also, I get that question a lot when I tell people that I'm from Germany. They ask me whether I speak German, and I'm like, what? in what? the beginning, I was always so shocked about that what? question. Like, what? No, I don't speak German. I mean, of course I do. That's my first language. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess what a lot of, of people question? just assume that your dad, like you're like an army kid oh, or something. I or oh, I don't know okay, what they assume, you. but yeah, it's I don't get the that army question. Because I get that a lot too. When I meet people in an airport or something like that, they're um, I'm like, oh, where, where do you live? Like, oh, I'm American, but I've been living in Germany for the past seven years. I'm like, oh, army brat? Or are you in the army? Or yeah. is your dad in the army? And I'm like, no, I just just do it's true <laughs> it's true i get that all the time like yeah. the second i say i'm in germany and they're, they're like oh yeah where are you stationed i'm like no i like, do, I, do i look military to you and then they ask well then why are you there it's like i'm, oh. I'm working living <laughs> i mean what, why, 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 you, why are you here I don't why know. would you ever be in germany <laughs> wait is that americans asking or germans americans no, americans yeah okay like because because at least in Berlin and probably also Munich too, because pretty more international too. But like in Germany, in Berlin, like being American is not, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's like, oh, you're American, like the other ten people down the street over here, or right. it's so international. So many foreigners. Yeah. yeah. But like when I go to my girlfriend's village, I'm all of a sudden super exotic. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And that that's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're cool. learning German. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we have a good question. If there were three things or kind of social norms, social norms or, or parts of culture from Germany that you could have in the U.S., you know what I mean? Uh, what would they be? Things you really miss, I guess. Yeah. H- have you guys answered that in one of your podcasts, in one of your episodes? We, uh, we probably did, I'm sure. I don't know, actually. Because yeah. I, I definitely want to hear your answers. But um, okay, oh, three now. things. <laughs> Hold on. Number one, let, let me see if I can even break it down into like three different things number one is definitely um being direct and reliable is that one thing i'm not sure if that will be one that's thing, one thing okay, one yeah thing. i guess like well or let, let's make it two things i think number one is being direct because i sometimes don't know what people mean by what they say right, even to okay. the day like because I, I never like know are they because sometimes it's my friends too i never know do they actually mean this nice thing they just said now or <laughs> especially when it comes to plans and like excuses or is this just like an excuse and they're basically Ooh. trying to say me that they don't like this and they don't like me and i sometimes really really struggle with um interpreting when it's real and when it's just polite true yeah americans i think we're way too concerned about politeness i think that's the problem yeah they yeah. can't just say no. Way too, yeah, like we're way too concerned about hurting your feelings. So if, exactly. we, if you don't want to go, we'll just be like, oh, yeah, let me look at my schedule. I'll get back to you, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're Germans. I don't want to go. Oh, why don't you want to go? Because I don't want to. Oh, oh okay. That's exactly. That's fair <laughs> enough reason, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. But like, especially with, when it's my friends, I sometimes still can't tell. But a lot of my friends are very American and they just can't get out of their skin. So they're just so used to not saying no. So, um yeah, that's one thing, I think. Um, even though I think Germans should be less direct in other situations, like I think um, Germans should be a little more friendly sometimes. True. But that's one thing. The other thing, I think, is like being reliable. I would say those are two different things. Um, when a German says something, they're usually going to follow through with it and not change their mind last minute and not bail on you and um, those kind of things. And also, like I feel like German friendships are sometimes a little more deep and... Mm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. you can rely on your friend, your friends a lot more. Hundred percent. Overall, of course, there's like different people in different countries. Yeah, absolutely. And I have the exceptions. I have unreliable everywhere. friends in Germany, exactly. But um, just overall, that's one thing. Um, let me think of a third thing. Social norms, you said. Or, or an actual Anything. physical thing. It could, it could, it could be yeah. food or, uh, yeah. Could be oh, just okay. blockhouse yeah. steaks. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a food, then it would definitely have to be, well, actually two things. It would have to be dairy products and bread. Yeah. For sure. So when dairy, you're talking about cheese? Cheese, uh, but yeah. even like yogurt and those kind of things. Yeah. True. 3.5% fat milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the milk thing doesn't bother me too much, but especially like the, the yogurt thing, I just, I don't understand why there isn't like good yogurt products and the cheese mostly, but the, yeah. and the bread too. That's every German's answer. Uh, I think so. Yeah, that, they they yeah. always talk about the bread. Well, they always, every time we mention like what we consider bread, the, my girlfriend always says, that's not bread, that's toast. That's toast. Yeah, Yeah. every every European <laughs> going to a, an American store will walk through the bread section, the bakery section, and squeeze every single bread until they find one that <laughs> that's not squishy. But you, you usually don't find one <laughs> have you ever seen that yeah 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 my, my yeah. girlfriend told me pretty much verbatim what you just said <laughs> and she's like why are there so many brands of toast it's all yeah. the same <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just that. not bread for us yeah no i yeah, i get that so it sounds like you you had a lot of problems with uh making plans with people and they what either canceled at the last minute or didn't show up or uh when it, you know in terms of the unre unreliable thing um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's also a generation thing, probably. Could be. Um, I, I still have that problem, quote unquote, because I also like do that sometimes too, now that I know that that's normal. Um, <laughs> but I, sometimes people will have like two or three plans lined up because they already know probably two of them or even all three of them are not going to work out. And pl by plans, I mean that you're talking to someone and you're like, oh, we should get brunch on Sunday. And yeah. that's totally not a plan that that's not a commitment for a lot of Americans yeah. from my experience. No, a hundred percent. I mean, once I started, like after I lived here for a few years, I really started having more and more German friends. And when you say you're meeting Friday, eight o'clock, you're meeting Friday, eight o'clock. You don't have to have yes. a, no follow-up texts. Yeah. No, oh yeah, we still on tonight. You, you go to that place and they'll be there no matter what. True. Yep. And if they're not, it's usually like a big excuse. Yeah. yeah. Like even the thing is, I kind of like about that, that you're a little more flexible and I can also cancel on people without having to feel super guilty. <laughs> in Germany, you always kind of have to feel guilty and you have to have a really good reason. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, the other person's going to be a little mad probably because we consider that a waste of time. Like, wow, I, I could have just done something else with my evening and now <laughs> it's just yeah. a wasted evening. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Which one? Well, what are the, the three things for you oh, guys? Oh, the three things for us. Oh, does Taco Bell count as one? Sure. <laughs> it, could be, it could be whatever you want to be. Um, I'd say Mexican food. I really miss Mexican food. Oh, not, yes. Not Taco Absolutely Bell, Mexican agree. food. Yeah. Uh, I found 100%. like a few places here, but it's still, yeah, it's not the same. It doesn't quite count. And that's, that's interesting for me because I always thought that was just a Munich thing. And I, I would have assumed that it's better in Berlin, but mm -hmm. I guess it's not. No. <laughs> there, it, it's, I think it's becoming bigger now, like the whole burrito craze. Like a few years ago, it was all about burgers, and now I'm seeing more burrito places pop up. But some of them are good, but it's like Berlin good. It's not the I, way it is. I, in I the found States. maybe one in Berlin that matches back in California or close to. Yeah, but, but the rest are very like oh, just not good. Yeah, not even yeah, yeah. imitation. That's not yeah. a burrito, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, agree. 
What else? Um, I mean, the main one I can think of is actually the um, the friendliness thing. Uh, yeah. Like I, every time I'm back in the U.S., like I, it, it just feels so good to me. Like because it, it's it's just the kind of weird conversations that never happen in in Germany. I mean, I have times <laughs> I have times where I'm waiting in line at the airport, you know, in the U.S. and we're just waiting in line, and the guy behind me will just randomly be like, "Oh, hey, man, where are you going?" True, and, like right. out of yeah. nowhere, and of course, I've yeah. lived in Germany so long that immediately you're like, "Wait, what? Are you, what do you want from me? Like, why, why are you trying to? You're trying to steal some? You know, you're like your, your, yeah. your hands are in your pockets. Yeah. What's going? But or like, like, are hey, you trying to sell me something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then it leads to like this ten minute conversation of, you know, oh, I'm going to Portland. Oh, really? Yeah, My sister lives in Portland. By. Yeah, true. and and it, like I guess they're kind of fake, but it's also kind of nice because in in Germany, even Berlin, you get used to like, okay, I'm on the U-Bahn. I'm gonna stand silently, don't talk. Don't, you know, yeah. like let everyone be, you know, and, and when you do kind of go up to a random person to ask them a question, like directions, they always, yeah, they give you a look like, yeah, what do you want? Oh, yeah. what's, what's happening here? What's yeah. going on? Whereas in the States, you ask them a question, there's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, let me answer yeah. that for you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah. kind of, I wish Germans maybe had like a, like a little, a little hint of that, you know, a little like sprinkle. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would. I totally agree with that. One hundred percent. I actually just that you you said that I I, re, I just now realizing that I didn't uh, respond to your question about whether I found it fake or or oh, yeah. real in the beginning. Oh yeah. Um, I'm just gonna answer very quickly. Um, I guess I like I kind of answered that I found it fake in the beginning, but then over time I feel like as a German you just kind of need to get used to it more and start reading it better. Because even if it sounds or seems fake in the beginning, the whole small talk thing, um, it isn't all like a lot of Americans are actually interested in what you have to it's tell true. them. Like, yeah. It, yeah, and so I think it's just something that Germans um, don't understand in the beginning. And I think a lot of Germans and Europeans understand it better the longer they live in the US. Because at some point you start appreciating. Like, I totally appreciate it now. And that's why I totally agree with you. I think it would be awesome if Germans did that. Because yeah. there's nothing wrong with some nice small talk with strangers. Like, if it's a cool conversation, yeah. you may even learn something about something. Or, like, you may even get new connections or something. But even if not, it's just a nice conversation that makes your day a little better. Yeah, it doesn't hurt anybody. Exactly. You know? just, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we have to wrap it up soon. I'll say two two more quick things. I just want to hear a thought. One is I'm a huge American football fan, so I miss like sports bars and like, watching games with fellow yeah. fans. I'm trying to get into like the soccer thing in Germany, and I love the World Cup and the Euros, but I just it's not football. It's not American football. Oh yeah, for me, I never liked American football, so I yeah. lo I love European football. Yeah. So yeah, I miss watching the Patriots with like other Patriots fans, you know. Fair and enough. then also I miss not having to. I miss being able to relax at a grocery store and not having to sprint through the checkout aisle and bagging it and giving my money and then bagging it some more and then sprinting <laughs> yeah. out there and having all the Germans looking at you being really pissed off because you're not fast enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I really miss it's like, <laughs> let me pay for my stuff in my own time. It's okay. But now I'm used to it, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I kind of, I've been here for so long, but I really enjoy shopping at Aldi in the U.S. because it's like that. Oh, really? It's like the German oh, way. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, and I like at Kroger or some normal grocery store, it still to this day drives me crazy that it takes forever. Yeah, it's long, so long lines. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's funny. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, to like let that go, but that's still a very strong German piece yeah. inside of me. <laughs> 100%. Um, all right, I think we have time for one more question. Yeah. And that will be... Um, would your friends and family back in, in Munich 
Um, would they say that you changed at all since you moved to the USA? Like personality-wise or whatever? Well, I kind of talked about this question in my one of my latest videos. Um, and I don't 100% know. I never asked them. And I actually said in the video that I'm going to send out surveys to everyone. <laughs> but I, I, di I didn't do that. So I should probably sh uh, still should do that. But um, I'm, I'm not 100% sure because um, I never had that conversation with them. Yeah. But I know that there's little things that I know, at least my family, my mm. friends have noticed that I've become a little more light back for sure. Um, I'm a little more positive overall, a little more optimistic. That's nice. Um, yeah, but other than that, nobody really ever walked up to me and told me, hey, your personality changed. 100% because I don't think that happened either and like I'm in touch with everyone constantly so I think they wouldn't really realize um yeah but I don't so I don't really have a clear answer to that yeah, true and plus, I mean I, it's I, a hard it's a hard question anyway yeah <laughs> and, I, and I feel like when you when you go back and you're around those you know childhood surroundings you kind of revert back to your old self in a way you know I know yeah. I do you know so. yeah a little bit for, for yeah for sure yeah Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my, my personality is a little different when I'm in the US uh, compared to when I'm in Germany and also like depending on which uh, language I speak. So even when I speak German in the US, which I have a lot of German friends here or sp German speaking friends, um, I'm more German than whenever I speak English. Yeah, it's interesting how <laughs> yeah. your personality can change a bit based on what language yeah. you're actually speaking. It's so true though. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's how it is yeah so uh is your, is your, to wrap things up is your plan to stay in the usa for the unforeseeable future or uh do you have plans on moving back to germany i don't really have any plans um i'm not sure how long i'm gonna be here for but i do have a green card so i technically can stay stay for um as long as i want um if something ever happened to anyone in germany i would be on the next plane back mm. um but I always say that I see myself live here for the next few years for sure. But I think if I ever have family, I would want my kids to also grow up in Germany. Yeah, a little right, bit of both. By my yeah. family. I have a big family in Germany too. So like, I definitely wouldn't want to raise my kids far away from them. Um, but yeah, I guess I'd, I don't really know. I'm, I'm taking it step by step. Yeah, yeah. And, and also if she, if she left, her whole YouTube name would have to change. And that's that's that yeah. that is true. <laughs> I guess I could like always talk about the culture differences still whenever I'm in Germany. Yeah, yeah true. That's, that's true. Yeah, you, 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 you could always come back, be a guest with us as well. So, <laughs> oh, thanks. <Yeah. laughs> but but yeah, th th thank you so much for for joining us today for the interview. Yeah. Like, it's really it was fun. A lot of fun. That was yeah. a good time. It's really cool that you're doing like the opposite thing of what I'm doing. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah. So if, if anyone who's listening wants to, to uh, find Felicia, it's a German girl in America on YouTube. Um, her videos are really cool. Check them out. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. See you later. See ya. And there it was. There was our interview with Felicia from um, a German girl in America. Um, we had a lot of fun. I know yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that was a really good time. It was, uh, it was really funny that we had a lot of the same opinions on things, even yeah. though we're in total opposite situations. And True, but, yeah. but because, you know, she comes back to Germany, we go back to the U.S., which is where she lives, and Germany is where her, you know, like, so that we have yeah. some crossover. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. And, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah, I hope maybe some down, sometime down the line we can uh, bring her back for, for something else. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, 
Right. Maybe well, maybe, maybe we get our YouTube our YouTube channel up finally. We can have an, like a video way to do it. Oh, are we supposed to be talking about that? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but now they now they brought it up. At some point, we will have uh, a YouTube channel going. We won't we won't really have a lot of like. Uh, fresh content basically what we'll be doing is filming uh us recording our podcast so you can so you can uh see our beautiful faces see the whiskey bottles we're drinking uh it'll be like uh, a new level to the podcast like we're hanging out together anyways jeff what do we have in our hands here what do you think about i forgot what it was called it was was such a nice conversation i really wasn't even thinking about the whiskey but the the lot 40 canadian rye whiskey Ooh, you know what just took another sip it's really doing the for me. It, it, it is, it, it, yeah. I was this just, is a good rye. Yeah, it's it just really tasty. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I think, yeah, rye is definitely something that I'm a big fan of. It's it's a strong flavor, but not overwhelming. Like it's strong for a moment. It goes yeah. down. There's a nice warmth, maybe even a little bit of sweetness as it goes down. It's uh, it's it it it, it makes you want another another punch. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like that's why you want to go back for that other sip. You know. And it's it's kind of hard right now because when giving a a rating now, I'm thinking: Do I compare it to other whiskeys, or am I comparing it to the other rise? I th- I'd say you know what I think we're, we've been going about it wrong. We keep comparing it to we keep keep saying like no oh, more I comparisons, no I, more comparisons. I'd I'd say from now on it's like what is it out of ten, or you know or what how, what's what's your just feelings about this whiskey? Forget the other whiskeys. What about like a letter grade? I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it an A minus. I'm going to stick Ish. to my numerical uh, reviews. Okay. Hmm. Mm. You know, actually, I know good. right away. It's an eight. An eight? Eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah, I'm not comparing it to any other ryes. Because the thing is, like, you can't compare a rye to a scotch and a scotch. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, before we're gone. Don't forget to um, subscribe to using any service that you use to our channel. Um, so that way we pop up every time we have a new episode coming every pop Wednesday. It up. Um, you know, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash agdw.podcast. Send us a message. Yeah, we love the messages. And also our Instagram at americans.in.germany.podcasts. And keep your eyes out for a website coming out soon for the YouTube coming out soon. We've got a lot a of lot stuff of, coming out. I know soon. We're, we're cooking a lot of things, man. Yeah. We're, I, I, yeah. I feel like a chef holding cooking two gas, holding two pans. Cause that's what chefs cook. Do they? I don't know. Like one pan in each hand. seems like they wouldn't be able to do much. Yeah. One with eggs, one with mushrooms. And then okay. it's going back and forth like this. See if we had a YouTube channel, you could see what I'm doing. Yeah, you could see the beautiful dance that he's doing right now. But I'm 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 chefing right a little now. Salsa. That's where we're gonna be. Do the chef. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you to Felicia one more time. That was a really fun uh, interview and a really fun, I think, episode to to talk about. So yeah. Cheers. Cheers, man. Prost. There she goes. There she is. Mm-hmm.